0: Freaks, I am Frank, and I'm joined by Jonathan. Hey, hey, yo. And we got Kyle. Hey, everybody. We have much to discuss today, but the body of this, Geek Freaks, is going to be our nominations. We're going to workshop the nominations for the Geekies this year. You guys aren't familiar? The Geekies is our fourth annual version of them. Uh, they used to be called Better Oscars, but then we're like, "Yeah, we want to talk about video games, too, so they're not that anymore. <laughs> so now they're the Geekies. Uh, we'll be doing that. We're going to workshop that, and you guys are going to head to our Twitter if that thing's up and running again, and uh, Instagram to place your votes. It'll be Instagram Stories, and you guys can vote on everything there. Uh, before we get started, how have you guys' last couple weeks? We had a couple weeks off. We had LA Comic Con to talk about last week. Uh, Kyle, what have you been up to in these last couple weeks?
1: Yeah, December's been pretty busy for me. I played through yeah. Callisto Protocol, a game I was really looking forward to throughout the year, and it didn't quite live up to my expectations, but I still enjoyed it nonetheless uh yeah i really enjoyed playing that and of course i've uh, been busy with wild Dragonflight. of course you and i have been yeah. you know kind of no life in that together in spots <laughs> that's been really fun getting ready for the new raid coming out this week so yeah. excited
0: if you guys are wondering why man Geekfix has been a little slower on twitter than normal Well, i'm sorry <laughs> we've been streaming a lot so i'll <laughs> give you that one we've been streaming more than normal so that's good Jonathan how about you what have you been up to this last couple weeks
2: my son's been sick for almost two weeks He's actually just oh, now wow. getting better like today uh so you know t- chasing him around taking care of him um work's been busy too but i've been uh watching avenue five i got kind of behind on that and mm-hmm. now i had some time to kind of binge it mostly i watch shows on my lunch breaks at work anyways um but yeah that's a really good show i'm liking that that prison
0: that prison plant uh call
2: anything they found so yeah oh my god uh, that's great
0: and then the cannibal how far how, how far up? are you caught all the way up because i still have to watch the final episode it's uh, just I came think, out
2: oh i don't know maybe i didn't watch the final episode it must have been the one before that
0: okay yeah i love how like they're trying to pick a new leader and the cannibal's like winning the race because he's actually like yeah. a pretty nice guy <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy oh man So let's go ahead and get into this episode. We have a lot to go over, obviously, so we're going to go a little bit quicker than normal. Uh, We're going to first off talk about all these trailers that we had recently. Transformers, new Mario trailer, actually two of them. We had Indiana Jones 5 and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, Out of these things, let's discuss kind of what we're learning about these worlds. Transformers, first of all. We have the Beast Wars crew in this. Kyle, what are your thoughts on the trailer and what story are you uh, pulling from this? Uh, yeah, I love
1: Beast Wars growing up as a kid. I was hoping to see them be more of the driving force as characters, more so the being used kind of like a secondary characters, because again, they're leading with Optimus Prime. But that's a no-brainer, because yeah. he's the leading character of the franchise. But, uh, I I mean, it looks more the same. I'm not too excited about it. I think it's just going to be the usual Michael Bay stuff that we always see yeah. in Transformers as a movie franchise. But, uh, you know, it'd be kind of cool to see how they introduce the maximals and predacons in this
0: i hope they do a good job with them because man i love that old beast wars cartoon i guess cartoon it's a, so good i
1: highly recommend it it's really good
0: yeah uh do you think that you've learned anything from the bumblebee movie because this is supposed to be a sequel to that which was a soft reboot for the franchise but this one feels like the old transformers like just everything's super cgi and stuff
1: yeah i mean i haven't even seen that reboot so i can't say
0: particularly but- oh well you have to check that yeah yeah. <laughs> the reboot is very we'll good actually. It, it re- mm. you know, I got faith in the fr- in the franchise now because of that thing and I'm hoping that they keep this one also kind of smaller. It was the same way like Deadpool is not quite the X-Men because it was a lot smaller budget so it made it feel different and for most people really enjoyed it with that, you know. Um I'm hoping they kind of learn that lesson. It'll be tough. We'll see. Time was yeah. up Yeah. Jalen, what are your thoughts on this on the new Mario trailers we've been getting? Oh, I'm stoked. My God, I can't wait
2: for it. So as a kid, I didn't play a whole lot of Mario, I, like played, you know, a, a few of the later iterations of it or whatever. Um, cause that was more like your age or, you know, the little bit older kids than me. Um, so, I mean, I liked the old Mario movie that came out that was live action. That was, you know, fun, even though it was kind of cheesy, but I don't have a whole lot of like roots in Mario, and I know a lot of people do, and I want, and it's a huge pop culture sensation. Like everybody knows Mario and, and the different types of games that it has, uh, but I think this is a a new like beginning for them to build a foundation with the next generation of kids, and yeah. I think that's amazing. Like this can be so after this, they can make so many more movies, so many more shows, games, you know, merchandise, all kinds of stuff, and it's going to be kind of bridging the gap between the old and the new. So the next generation of kids will understand. You know what like when you talk about pac-man you can't tell you know a kid today oh yeah man you know pac mans such a cool game they're gonna be like what are you talking about like that's lame that's you know and a a dinosaur of games and we don't want to see mario which was so you know big in our time to become that so i think this making a really hot cool look a new movie is hopefully going to kind of bridge the generations on a shared interest
0: you're so right there, man. I, I thought about that last night, too. I was like, I need to stop bad-mouthing this because for a generation of kids, this is going to be their Mario. And me mm-hmm. talking smack because the guy doesn't sound like the Italian dude I know, that's not very fair. They do, <laughs> everything else about this movie looks spectacular. So why do I care so mm-hmm. much about the voice? And so it's time to start actually looking at this, this thing objectively and not just through the lens of my 1985 Mario.
1: Well, at the same time, you know, the movie is appealing to us because we grew up with Mario yeah. and we have the expectations as well. I mean, that's really the only critique I have about the movie is Chris Pratt's voice in the, the role. Like I just don't mm-hmm. think it's suited at all for Mario. And I still think uh, Charles Martinet should have been given the yeah. opportunity to play this character and give his much long overdue recognition for providing the voice.
0: It's too bad. And we went over it without like on pushing buttons, but it's just so odd it that didn't. they didn't do that. Like mm-hmm. he's been voicing the character for his entire life, it feels like you know i'm surprised they didn't do that but
2: that sounds like they were probably trying to pay for the name mainly if you attach chris pratt to it the young generation kids that yeah yeah so that's kind of that's unfortunate choice but hopefully it pays off in the end it's an all-star cast yeah when you said pac-man i now want a
1: pac-man movie by illumination (laughs) i think (laughs) that'd be great
0: (laughs) that'd be good oh man uh, we had Indiana Jones five trailer. Uh, you know what? I gotta say, we just badmouthed this matter of fact. Not long ago, like not caring about Harrison Ford coming back, I am impressed by this trailer. This is something that actually sparked my interest. They they showed off the de aging as well, which of course de aging has had its ups and downs. But this is an evolution of de aging now. Indy looks good. Indy looks good. Did you guys have a chance to watch this one? Yeah, uh, yeah. Hun. I
1: enjoyed it immensely. I I feel like. As a longtime Indiana Jones fan, I think it's somewhat exciting to see the de aging technology being utilized for Harrison Ford because we're going to get flashback scenes. Hopefully, we yeah. may even get Sean Connery back. Who knows?
0: Uh, I mean, that, he's not alive anymore, right? No. Just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but so that's I think it'd be kind of interesting anyway if we yeah. get like a flashback scene to that. Oh, he was so great in three. I loved him. I loved, I that loved him in three. Yeah. What'd you think, John?
2: Yeah. I thought it looks really good. The only, only issue, I mean, maybe I just didn't pay enough attention is I don't have a good grasp of what the, like an outline of what the story is going to be like. I understand there's flashbacks and kind of getting back into, you know, his old adventuring and stuff, but, uh, I'd like to understand more the general direction of the story from the trailer, but it does look good. And I know they're trying to just kind of show off some of the flashy visuals that they have. And you know, that's what gets people in the theaters I think.
0: I think, yeah, it looks, so far it looks like it's going to be a classic Indiana Jones affair, right? The Nazis are trying to do something. Uh, he has to come out of retirement to find the one thing that Hitler asked everybody to go, go get and stop them from getting it, which is, <laughs> that's how you do Indiana Jones. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> um, but he's an old man, so it's probably something that, like, if, and he's going to be working with his goddaughter, played by Phoebe Waller or something. Uh, she's from Fleabag, mm-hmm. which is an excellent series, by the way. Um, and I think she might be I don't know. If, I don't think she's gonna be the future of the franchise, but and he doesn't. And and Harrison Ford said he's not hanging it up after this, so we might get more with the two together. And I, I think those two are gonna play off each other very well. That'll be very nice. You
2: think instead of doing like a passing of the torch to where she's the next Indiana Jones, you think it might be more advantageous for them to set her up as a spinoff series that's not really what he's been doing, but she has her own adventure after this. More than likely, I think that's, I think that's where yeah. they're going with it yeah a mandalorian star wars kind of thing like just a separate story but you know can it can be a different direction but you know tied together to something that people already know
0: great example they're both lucasfilm same company mm-hmm.
2: it Bam. could be like uncharted you know solely
1: passing the baton to nathan drake so yeah who knows <laughs>
0: uh and then we have the last thing is the guardians three and you know guards of the galaxy it's already has like that real family feel and this thing is mm-hmm. packed full of emotions. And the story wise, I think we're going to be getting an origin story for Rocket, uh which, mm-hmm. you know, we have we have his creator is the main villain. Um and Groots looking good too. I like the way Groot looks in this now that's going to be no, you know, the new Groot. But overall, I think I'm going to be on board with this. Just don't mess it up. That's all you got to do. We have uh, Adam mm-hmm. Warlock being introduced in this. Uh, very big character in Marvel. He will definitely be in other movies. There's no chance. He's probably going to be in the new version of the Guardians of the Galaxy after this movie. But uh overall it looks pretty good. And then on. Gamora now, towards, back too. It looks right? like oh, yeah, Gamora. Oh, Gamora, yeah. Towards yeah. the end of
2: the trailer, it does show Kang, right? King the Conqueror? Yes. Or was I, I seeing some... Oh, okay. So I was him, wondering... Man. No, yeah, I think it's towards the end of this trailer, the last oh, okay. last like, few scenes. And so that's where I'm like, okay, this is going to kind of tie in and progress the, the MCU story that they're developing with him. So that'll be kind of interesting to see. They're going to, you know, start planting those seeds.
1: Yeah, this movie, I think, will push the narrative much further towards Kang's secret dynasty, Mm -hmm. if that's the name of the movie, or Secret Invasion.
0: Secret Wars? I don't know. Yeah, Secret Wars (laughs) is after Kang's invasion. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that storyline is all about Kang actually conquering Earth. That's what I love about that storyline. The heroes lose. And he actually takes over the planet. And that's so freaking cool. <laughs> so, um, but so yeah, you're saying we're going to cry
1: again in the theater when that happens? Like when the snap oh, happened?
0: Love you, 3000, man. Oof. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> I remember watching that with my dad when Spider Man died. He's like, yeah, but they killed Spider Man. Like, yeah, you know, it's, he might be coming back. It's like, yeah, but they killed Spider Man. <laughs> he just couldn't believe that they would do that. <laughs> oh, it's that like, that's hurt. Marvel. Nobody stays dead. You're all right. I have a feeling we're going to see Iron Man soon, eventually, anyways. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So many great trailers, obviously, Uh, but let's go ahead and we got some headlines here. I'll rapid fire through these as we normally do. We're doing headlines early, but again, it's because we have so much else to talk about. Uh, Let me know what you guys want to talk about. Uh, Sifu is going to be adapted into a movie by the guys that did John Wick. I misspelled John Wick on the notes. Uh, Nintendo uh, canceled Smash Brothers agreement with Panda Esports and are basically just scrapping the idea of official Smash Brothers Esports and uh, now players are boycotting all Nintendo events. Pokemon releases a new massive patch to fix the incredibly buggy Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. The Penguin HBO series adds Salvatore Moroni, letting us know that this is going to be basically a big mob series. And lastly, oh oh, two more things. James Gunn wants the DCEU to follow Star Wars, not the MCU, and there's some more stuff with that. Uh, and Amazon's Fallout series will be an entirely original story and not follow any of the games. All right, what do you guys want to talk about out of this?
2: Oh, you go ahead. I'm thinking first. that, yeah. The the uh, DCEU following Star Wars. I think that's a brilliant idea and we've talked about it on here before that DC it should not compete with the MCU. Mm-hmm. They it it's just a recipe for disaster. I mean, you can't have two big powerhouses of the same thing. You're just going to be splitting, you know, views between the two all the time. So I talked before about maybe they get more into like the teen angst kind of stuff, or, you know, we've seen like the Joker movie was so good, go more towards the edgy kind of dark, uh, you know, action movies, superhero movies. But I think that's a, a, a good idea right there is them following kind of the star Wars, you know, layout of, of the, how their movies are put together. And it yeah, obviously has been working really good so far. Disney's just raking in the cash. Uh, So hopefully, hopefully it doesn't become, you know, as hard as it would be against the MCU, but it's a different, it's a different beast, you know, superhero movies versus Star Wars, uh, galactic battles and all that stuff. So uh, I think that's a a great idea.
0: To clarify, the inspiration he wants to pull from that is the fact that it's a giant timeline. So Mm. uh, you have the main story, right? The Skywalker saga. And then you have like, oh, the Mandalorian's at this point in time, while uh, Boba Fett's at that point in time or whatever. So that's what he wants to do with the DC. Like, yeah, we'll have, and by the way, the video games, comic books, movies, and uh, TV shows are all going to be in the same universe. So everything's connected Mm, now for DC. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Once James Gunn fixes it, quote unquote, fixes it. Uh, But yeah, the idea (laughs) is that like, oh, I really love this Robin series. It takes place after, we'll just say the Batman and everything Mm -hmm. has a place. And it's not just like, I mean, technically we have four Batmans right now. That's just silly. But, you know, on Marvel's version, we only have one Iron Man. And even for like Star Wars. There's one Obi-Wan, but we have them at different times. So you get different versions of Obi-Wan, you know, it's yeah. not different time. And, line. Yeah.
2: and that's kind of a, mo- how most comic books are written anyways, right? We see them, yeah. you know, they do reboots and stuff all the time. So we see like, oh yeah, well that Batman was, you know, from a hundred years ago. This is the new, you know, Batman with technology or whatever. I'm like, yeah, we see different versions over generations. So it'd be nice to, I mean, we already have that kind of. But it's nice to tie those threads together. Like we see yeah. Kylo Ren looking back on Darth Vader, his grandfather. If you were to tie those threads between different Batmans, you know, we'd get more kind of satisfaction and investment in the character, I think.
0: What a great example, Jonathan, because Kylo Ren's character is kind of flat, except for the fact that he hero his grandfather, which we know is a big mm-hmm. villain. And that yeah. adds so much more to a character that otherwise would just look like a copy of Darth Vader. Yeah, and it it
2: validates his emotions because he plays such great emotion in his character. And if we didn't have that, then it would just be like he's a spoiled little brat kid. But tying it back to, you know, this powerful villain that was his grandfather and how he's trying to impress him or recreate him is, you know, makes it make sense to us.
0: Hmm. What do you think about this uh, new James? By the way, I just want to throw this out there. This just came out yesterday. We were playing Phasmophobia and you're like, Frank, you still there (laughs) because I was reading the James Gunn tweets. And uh, so he came out and said, like, look, guys, because Hollywood Reporter put out a bunch of stuff, Vanity Fair just put out a bunch of stuff. They canceled. There's a Michael Keaton standalone Batman movie, which was actually going to be Batman Beyond. They were actually doing a Batman Beyond movie. They just canceled it. I know. That breaks my heart
1: as a Batman They canceled Wonder
0: Woman 3. And they're saying that they're probably canceling anything with the new Superman. Uh, Mm. Black Adam is now even up for debate, like whether or not Black Adam's is going to be sticking around. It looks like James Gunn is doing a full-on reboot of all DC. I think this is good because it kind of wipes away everything from the Snyderverse. Not that I'm not—I don't want anybody getting at us. We know you Snyder (laughs) boys are big fans and you like to tweet a lot. I'm just throwing out there that hey, we're starting fresh, and I think that might be a good move. Uh, So yeah, that basically James Gunn last night on Twitter to say like, look, nobody's gonna—not everybody's gonna be happy with this—but for the health of the DC universe, we have to do this, and we're setting up 10 years of good projects. We promise. And um, yeah, it was a really nice message. We tweeted out, so Please read that guys. Uh, Any thoughts on there, Kyle?
1: Yeah. I I just want to quickly add that the main weakness I think to the DC universe is that there's no big payoff towards watching everything from that entire universe. Like with Marvel. Nice. It's biggest strength is its interconnectivity because all the movies and series, they tie in together to like an overall big plot point that we're slowly building up to. And, you know, eventually going to pay off at the end. DC is lacking that and it doesn't, you know, invigorate me as a fan to go out and see every movie in the whole universe that's released. So I think James Gunn bringing everything together and, you know, giving us that, giving us something to look forward to. It's only going to pay off on their end.
0: Yeah. We just have to have patience, try to stay positive a little bit. I think it's a good move. What else do we want to talk about from this list, boys?
2: Uh, I was going to ask about the the Nintendo canceling the Smash Brothers agreement. Do do they say any reason like why they're doing that? Are they regrouping or are they just deciding this isn't <laughs> worth our investment?
0: It, it is so crazy. So it is fully like both sides just saying the other side is lying. And and it's it's real weird. So we've had we've had run ins with Panda, actually. Uh, they were we were going to have an interview with them. And so I was talking to one of their PR guys and I was like, oh, yeah, well, come on for an interview. Then I talked to them again and like, it's not a good time. And now we know why. It's because they're in the middle of these agreements or uh, negotiations with Nintendo. They just didn't come to the same numbers, and I think a lot of it. It sounds like Nintendo is not really on board with the idea of esports because e- esports takes a lot of balancing, and Nintendo's not really about a balance mm-hmm. thing. They're more about you know have fun with your friends kind of thing. So you know if you're just having fun with your friends, then yeah, there's always an OP character who cares. Um, and and there's also um, with the sports esports thing, there also comes like. Stars and with stars come controversies. We've had many controversies with esports stars. Nintendo doesn't want to be tied to anything like that. They just want to make games where people have fun. Um, meanwhile, Panda Esports—they weren't big enough to run this. If we're being honest, uh, <laughs> if we had interviews, they're booked. They're they're done now. <laughs> Me saying stuff like that, but <laughs> they're just not big enough to run this. This really should have gone to somebody who does like the Evo stuff or something like that. It, exactly, it's too yeah. big. Hmm.
1: The community, even then, like the Smash community, is so fragmented. Because yeah. you have that huge Melee fan base that is so diehard for that game. Mm-hmm. And then you got the new modern Ultimate fans. And it's like, you can't appease both sides without you know Nintendo involved. Because they're going to want to push what they want to be successful as a company. And if you have that divide, nothing's going to get accomplished.
0: Yeah, and it's too bad because it's the fans that are hurting. And we have a lot of Nintendo yep. fans now because nintendo couldn't come to an agreement and and again both sides are just fully slinging mud saying they wouldn't come to the table for us type of thing um the fans are now boycotting all official nintendo events Hmm. trying to make their voice heard you know i don't know we'll see what happens i wonder too if there's any profit in this for
2: nintendo to me it would make sense if they were like if you were doing this for a call of duty uh Tournament, esports, there's always going to be another Call of Duty. You could just keep, you know, rinse and repeat and make other versions of it. I wonder are they not planning on making more versions of Smash Brothers? Because if they were, this would be great PR. You want people to see your game, get excited about it. You know, as the more gamers you can get playing it, then when you release a new one, that's when you make money, is because people are going to go out and buy it. Uh, But if they're not going to release anything new and people are just playing an old game that they're not making money on hardly at all anymore, then it might not be a wise investment for them. But to me, I would go with like the Fortnite model and make a new smash brothers that is expandable, you know, in that way. And, uh, you know, plays like Fortnite. I forget what that's called, but yeah, you know, I think that would be live, live the best act, live bet service for them.
0: game. Basically. There you um, go. To yeah. touch they, on that they, as well, uh, they did that for like quick. two years, but they, but they, then they're done. They said they're done now. And it's like, why are you done? Oh. Just keep putting out DLCs. People buy them all the time. Tyler from yeah. our podcast network, day one instantly (laughs) buys everything that comes out for for Smash Brothers. Go for it. (laughs)
1: Oh yeah, me too, but you know, you gotta also consider that Smash Brothers Ultimate's now content complete, and the director, uh, Sakurai, he is retired from game developing. He left Nintendo. He runs his own YouTube channel now where he gives out game design little snippets, like how game developers do their job, and it's really fascinating to watch. I have to watch that. I did not know about that. Wow. It's fantastic. (laughs) I highly recommend it, but... Uh, yeah, it calls into question the future of Smash because now that he's gone, who's going to take that huge mantle on? It's going to be a huge challenge, I think, for Nintendo to follow Ultimate because of that.
0: That right there is why I love pushing buttons because Kyle and Kevin both know like the development side, like the developers and stuff like that. Meanwhile, I'm like, but I like Mario when he swings and fights things. <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, anything else before we head over to the next stuff? Real quick this. about the Penguin series on HBO, is that out already? I haven't seen that. No, it's just in no. development. Just in development.
2: Uh, Have you seen a trailer? That's what <laughs> it, is, it
0: just has. <laughs> Salvatore Mattoni, or Maroni. So, like Maroni mm. is is like famously the the whenever whenever they're going to do a Batman mob storyline, Maroni's involved. Mm-hmm. And so, if they're bringing a Maroni, then it's going to be Penguin versus Maroni, probably falcone as well. Mm-hmm. Battling, it's going to be like a Scarface type of type of show, which is going to be uh, really that sounds exciting. So good yeah no trailer uh, yet, right? what was the
2: series Nothing. gotham did a pretty good job at kind of laying out the, the mob fight in in uh, gotham city and
0: maroney's in that uh, yeah actually maroney is a character in that show
2: yeah, yeah. so i'm hoping it you know it looks like that but kind of stepped up a notch with this hbo quality and budget all
0: right let's go to the game awards they were this week I didn't necessarily agree with all the winners. I know Kyle definitely, definitely had better luck than me on we, that. Yeah,
1: we beg to differ. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> but we had so many really cool reveals. Uh, I got I to gotta throw out real quick, Hades 2 has to be the biggest reveal, in my opinion. I didn't think they would make a sequel to that game. It is a masterpiece, and I was very impressed by that. Uh, anything else or with Hades 2, did you want to talk about or anything else in, the, in there that was really impressive to you?
1: Uh yeah, there's several exciting game announcements and reveals. Like for me, one of the biggest ones was seeing Ken Levine and Ghost Story Games finally announce what they've been working on for the past decade. Yeah, uh, <laughs> called Judas. Yeah. It looks very similar to Bioshock, but it sounds like it's gonna be, you know, a wide variety of gameplay, like like time traveling antics. So I'm looking forward to
0: seeing more of that. Definitely feels uh, like Bioshock though. Yeah.
1: It mm-hmm. definitely does have that same visual art style, which, mm-hmm. you know, is always appealing. Um, I, I really like that Idris Elba is coming back to Cyberpunk. Well, not yeah. coming back, but he will be joining in Cyberpunk in the DLC. That's really cool. Um, Death Stranding 2, that was an announcement I was not expecting. That's I thought he was going to come out with guess. a whole new original game, Hideo right. Kojima.
0: Again, as somebody else who doesn't make sequels. Like he doesn't make a lot of sequels. Anyways, I can't think of anything else that he really leaned on. Um, but no, yeah. well, two, okay. three, four, five. five. That's true. Okay. So he makes sequels for one franchise. I should say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yeah, that, Death Granding. And he looks so much older now too. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I we got some, uh, we got some more footage for Jedi survivor, which is coming out March 17th. That looks
1: great too. Yep. I, I cannot be
0: believe how fun that first game was. Again, this is my slowly tiptoeing into the dark souls genre. Are these games that like that that have a easy mode? <laughs> um, and we have the very last voice acting role for Kevin Conroy. He's joining Suicide Squad, or he joined yeah. Suicide Squad uh, as Batman. So that'll be our last Bitter time hearing sweet. very our Batman. bittersweet
1: to yeah. see that. Yeah. And of course, uh from Software's new game Armored Core Six. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see how that plays. I don't know if they're gonna be like the older games or they're gonna make it like a Souls like that'd be really cool to see how they yeah. take the gameplay for that
0: speaking of souls like we have uh lords of the fallen which the first trailer when this thing came out which is a it's kind of a reboot from this 2016 game that did nothing um but it, the first trailer for this came out and i was like oh i don't know what this game is but i'm buying it because it's so well done and uh it's starting to look better and better what have you have you seen these trailers and what do you think of this world that they're building it kind of to me is dark souls mixed with maybe even a little bit of bloodborne
1: Oh, yeah, they're definitely following that trend that is so easily bankable nowadays. Yeah. And, you know, it looks like it's trying to set itself apart, but will it be enough to be successful? Yeah, it, I think uh, we need more gameplay to determine that. Yeah. But just from looking at the aesthetics of the world itself, it looks pretty interesting. Like it grabbed me. So that's a good sign.
0: Yeah. I, like, I want to read a book about it. Like that's the kind of world it's building. Like this would be a really awesome book. But yeah. Uh, and then we have a Dune MMO uh survival game that uh looks better than i was expecting because when you see your dunes or when you hear survival or survival sorry mmo games they tend to be less graphically demanding because they have to be live service they have to use servers it's it's a whole beast um so the graphics are not necessarily their top priority but this thing looks gorgeous cannot wait to return to arrakis um on every front i need to read that second book me and jonathan both but uh this game looks really freaking neat. I can't wait to to try to survive in the middle of Dune, in the middle of Arrakis. That's going to be fun.
1: And we also got a Diablo 4 release date, which is also really exciting as a Blizzard fan. Like That's yeah. going to be a huge game next year. And uh, yeah, uh, that about wraps it up for me.
0: Yeah, same here. I can't believe we had such a great 2022 and we're looking at like, damn, 2023 might be just as good, if not better. That's so nice. Indeed, nuts. yeah.
1: On the nah. next pushing buttons, we'll be talking about all these anticipated games next year. Yeah. So look at look out for that.
0: Now we're headed to the beast, guys. We're gonna be doing our geekies nominations. Uh we don't the way we're gonna do this is we're gonna discuss them live with you. So we're not gonna just be like, hey, these are our nominations. We're gonna narrow them down to four. Then you guys head over to the social media places. Again, Instagram stories, Twitter, and Hive, and get your votes in. So we're starting things off with comic book movie this is our biggest one obviously you know one of the fan favorites what are some of the names you guys want to toss in there for a comic book movie of the year
2: i definitely liked uh the doctor strange multiverse of madness and wakanda forever okay were my my top two i have to
1: agree i think uh those two are the standout marvel properties this year mm -hmm. thor was a bit of a letdown for me personally yeah uh not really a lot of substance to that movie or a lot of depth. Although I loved Christian Bale as Gore the God Slayer, it didn't yeah. have enough to really set itself apart from the rest of the uh, Marvel movies that have come out before.
0: I want to make sure we add the Batman. I think might be the winner, really. Mm. I think uh, that was... So yeah. well, that, was really <laughs> well
1: done. that was fantastic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> And you know what? Black Adam. It wasn't great, but I think they introduced some uh, really cool new characters, and it tried to tell a more um, socially impactful story than maybe DC would try in the past. So I think that's something there too. So for the four that we're putting up, I'm going to include, it sounds like we're going to be making sure to add Wakanda forever. And then we're going to add, do we want to make sure we add Dr. Strange?
1: Yeah, I would say that's in the running. I mean, that's four movies right there.
0: So we're doing Dr. Strange. I'm going to add the Batman so do we want and to do Black Thor Adam. or do we want to do Black Adam?
1: Well, we can include both. That's four movies.
0: No, we have that. No, one of them would make four movies. Because right now we have Wakanda Forever, Doctor Strange, The Batman. That's three. Our fourth one is either Thor.
1: Oh, I thought we were settling on five. Okay, so it's four. No, we're settling on four, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. We can only okay, do yeah, four on the Twitter polls. Okay. That's why I know. As before. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, I haven't seen Black Adam, so I'll leave that up to you guys. Okay. I
1: haven't seen it either, but okay. oh. I would throw in Thor just, you know, for the sake of it.
0: <laughs> <If I'm laughs> At least being the trailers honest, got,
2: got the two of us over that you could watch it. If Thor. I'm being honest, I think That's we true. have to
0: do this one for Black Adam. We have two Marvel huh? properties. I think we have the better two Marvel properties. And I think mm-hmm. Black Adam was a real swing and attempt for DC. I mean, it's basically going to probably be the last throw of a pre-James Gunn era. True. I, I kind of want to put that one up and, if you guys are okay with that.
2: Your reasoning makes it, perfect sense. And we both have complaints about Thor and we don't know anything about Black Adam to complain about. So that's, you that's fair. Yep. What's
0: funny <laughs> is I have complaints about Black Adam, but I, I have very little for Thor. If any, I was such <laughs> a fan of that that movie.
2: Yeah. Uh, it was, it was a good movie, but there's uh, issues I have with it too. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yep. Yeah.
0: Let's move on to best indie game. Okay, Kyle, we're leaning on you on this one. I'm throwing up Sifu. And I'm throwing up Stray, which Stray is so freaking good.
2: That, that's what I was going to say, too. I was like, I can't think of an indie game, but I did play one indie game that you recommended with Stray on the Steam Deck, and that was a pretty fun play. I that just was love good.
0: being a cat. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah, think,
1: I mean, those are automatic includes. That makes sense. Okay. Adding them in. Um, I would also add Tunic.
0: Oh, that's right. Tunic yes. was a
1: fantastic game. I didn't think got it its uh, justice during the game awards. I don't know You're why right. Stray won two indie game awards. That made no sense.
0: Really, Tunic should have gotten a good nod for its audio design, too. I think they had a really good score oh, yeah. in that game. Oh, yeah.
1: Totally. And uh, let's see, a fourth one. Um,
0: we had, what's it called? Inception or encryption or something like that. That, that I'll I know throw in Kevin Vampire be-
1: Survivors for Kevin because yes. I know he loved that game.
0: By the way, they announced it's on mobile now, too, so I'm grabbing that on mobile. God, that's an addictive little game. <laughs>
1: I would like to throw in some other nods because I haven't gotten around to playing them, but I think I still enjoy them when they do get played. Uh, there's Pentiment, which is mm-hmm. by Obsidian Studios. That got a 10 out of 10 on IGN as a review, That's so I'm really looking forward to trying that out.
0: Oh, I remember that. Yeah, the, vi- the visuals on that game are very unique.
1: Very. Yeah, it's yeah. like a medieval detective story, so yeah. it, it's visuals, a very fascinating premise.
0: It's almost like when you read the old, or see the old fairy tales, like when they were first written by the Grimm's, it's like that kind of animation. Very cool.
1: Yeah, I wish I got around to it, but you know, that came out a week after God of War, and it's just like yeah. really bad timing. <laughs> and right before yeah. Wild Flight 2, so it's just like, man, November Shuts was packed. World. Yeah, it was.
0: Any other nods you want to give to indie games before we move out? And I just want
1: to mention Signalis. It's a survival horror indie game that just released in October. Really okay. cool story. Like the graphics look incredible, and it is really a like a a love letter to classic survival horror, where you have a lot of inventory management and limited resource uh, resources that you have to constantly be mindful of. Like it's mm. really cool. I haven't gotten really far in it, so I haven't been able to give it a true play.
0: Resource but I do management want to get around to it. Adds so much anxiety, which is really good for the horror genre, but it drives me bananas. Like if I'm running out of what, uh, bullets in Bioshock, and I'm just like, "Well, then I guess I'm done playing for the day." Yeah, that's pretty hectic. <laughs> Let's go it was on to a great our, year for indie games. It really was. Let's go on to our AAA games, which will be contentious. <laughs> I have a feeling. Indeed. AAA well, we already games. know two, don't we? Elden Ring <laughs> and God of War. I'm writing them right now.
1: There you go.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, Jonathan. Do you have any AAA games you played like this year that you want to make sure to throw in here?
2: Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I mean I haven't
0: played very much games at all this year. Jonathan has been hooked on Raft, guys. I know you're like Raft oh, from yeah. a few years ago. Is it? <laughs>
2: Yeah, is it? I don't even think it's done in development though, right? I'm no, sure it's, it's still probably a,
0: still in early development, like everything else, freaking guys. Yeah,
2: because I, I, I finished. I recently realized that I'd finished what they have developed so far, and I'm, I could uh, make a change in my game that will let me access this new little, you know, test portion that's out. But it's like I'm just gonna wait for the rest of the game to be developed. But yeah, like, it's uh, still a fun game. It's addicting.
0: Satisfactory is in early development, but they're now in the phases where they're like, okay, the next few patches are going to be like finishing things up. Because the stuff, basically what they're saying is, the stuff we want to add now justify an entirely new game. And I'm like, oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Satisfactory is always such a great game. Adding more would be amazing. Okay, so then I'm going to add, okay, this is going to be a stretch. Hear me out, guys. I want to add Dragonflight to this.
1: I was going to say, I think we need to add Dragonflight because it is a return to form for WoW. Yeah. I think for me, you know, the honeymoon phase is still in effect, right? Of we course. haven't gotten to Mythic Plus. We haven't gotten to Raids. That's out this week. But I am loving like dragon riding in general. Like, that makes the world feel alive again. Yeah. Who like, knew? Shadowlands was such a dead world to me. Literally. You know, pun not intended.
0: <laughs> it's literally the afterlife of well, WoW, but yeah.
1: But uh, man, dragon riding just really makes the game feel so much more active than before. Yeah. Like, I really feel invested in exploring the open world more so than ever. And I think that's its main strength.
0: And Blizzard's philosophy of basically letting the players get what they want. And that's all showing through in a way that I didn't expect to actually happen this well. But uh, yeah, there's been like, for example, there was a big change that they planned on putting in because players were complaining. More players players complained that, no, we don't want the change. We like that you guys made this harder to do or less frequent anyways. And so they're like, you know what? We're going to just not do it then. And we'll try to find something that appeases both sides as much as possible. That's not what Blizzard would do a year ago, even, you know, they would not have just listened to us and then done it <laughs> like that. Totally. Yeah. Good. I
1: think that, that message that they're trying to give out, like they want to have the players, you know, play the game at their own pace Yeah. and not be constantly logged into the game. Like that that's position big. alone, like that's huge. Like that's going to lead to more people wanting to experiment more. Mm-hmm. to play different characters, to do different things that they'd never tried before. Yeah. And I think that's only healthy for the game.
0: They basically set up a world. It really does feel like playing like Wrath again in a way or something like that, because they set up this world and they're like, look, if you get to the end of it, and by the way, leveling is lightning fast. It's like six hours to level to max right now. Um, And then it's just like, yeah, here's the entire world. Do what you want to do. Nothing matters. Do what you want to do. If you want gear, that's the dungeons. It feels very different in a way that like... I mean, a lot of us leveled two tunes in the first week. That's never been done before in a WoW. while. It's just and refreshing. So, like, okay. it
1: just feels nice to have Blizzard respect the players' time, and that's fantastic.
0: I'm surprised we're adding Wild Dragon Flight, man. I, I didn't. I was thought I was gonna have a fight for that. I thought I was gonna have to fight for it, but I'm proud that we're we're putting it on here. I'm sure we'll we're, hear somebody complain that it's an expansion, not an actual game. We still have one more slot, so where's that gonna go to? Okay, so I've got either Horizon Forbidden West or Kirby: The Forgotten Lands for that one.
1: What okay,
0: What do you guys think?
1: Uh, I think Horizon is not deserving to be on this list because really? it's so okay. similar to the previous game. Yeah. And, you know, you could make that same argument for Elden Ring and God of War, but I think they pushed their properties as sequels better yeah. than Forbidden West.
0: That's totally fair. Yeah. God of War felt like it really built on it, and Horizon was just a new version of it. I see that. So, I got Cur- Kirby the Forgotten Lands. Do you have anything else you want to throw in there against that? I
1: mean, yeah, I I think Elden Ring and God of War took up easily the most of my time this year for AAA, along with WoW Dragonflight. So I can't really recommend a fourth.
0: Forgotten Lands, it is. We're moving on to random movies. This category is your favorite comedy, drama, whatever you want. We made sure it's a nice pain in the ass for us to figure out (laughs) (laughs) what's going to be in the final four. Uh, Jonathan, let's start with you, man. What do you, what do you got for this one?
2: Uh, I couldn't think of a lot of like unique movies I've seen recently, but I did see The Gray Man. I think I was on Netflix. Uh, that, was a pre- yeah, that was a pretty I good movie. that on movie. my possibility list. Yeah, yeah, so put that on there. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure I'll come up with some uh, more. Values. For me,
0: Avatar might get on the list. Me and Squeaks, we already oh, got our yeah, tickets. Oh, yeah, true.
1: Avatar. Yep.
0: Yeah, so the voting for this one's going to be a little late. So let's put four together, and then if I feel or we feel avatar deserves to be one of the final four we'll move one out so let's keep that in mind okay um okay. so that's a possibility but i gotta throw in everything everywhere all at once which you that know that was mine that yeah. was mine yeah i think that one has to be in there um top gun maverick right that was kind of took over the summer Yeah. have you guys seen and, uh, that that was the biggest i movie haven't of seen the year, it but everybody
2: i talked to was like oh my god stop what you're doing you got to see it. it's such a good movie and i'm like okay come down i'm gonna see it i promise <laughs> But yeah, here it's yeah. really good.
0: My whole thing is I haven't seen the first one. Same so I need To do that, first. oh god, we'll plan a time and yeah. watch oh, together because
2: wow. I'm See, one of the few that hasn't seen that's it. That's actually beneficial
1: to you because Maverick is basically a remake of the first movie.
2: Mm. Oh,
0: is it? Okay.
1: It's basically the same movie except Tom Cruise is older. So <laughs> okay. take that as you will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's make sure we get let's get Top Gun on here. Just I think we have to. Even if none of us saw it, just because it's so big for everybody else. I want to make sure we had everything everywhere. Mm-hmm.
1: That was such a great movie. Like, yeah. uh, for me, it's more personal because that was the last movie I saw with Robert in Oregon uh, yeah. before I moved to Utah. And we had a great time watching that together. Uh, shout outs to Robert. Miss you, buddy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Once again, you're always welcome, buddy. Come on on the show. A couple more. I just want to throw out there real quick. Bullet train. We have the Northman and Chippendale. I like Chippendale a lot. That was, that was surprised me how good that movie was. And uh, it felt like Roger Rabbit, but 2022 version. Any, anything else we want to make sure to kind of throw in this mix? I didn't really see a lot of movies aside from Marvel. So
1: <laughs> those, that and The Northman, Everything Everywhere, Northman, I think are the two I would put up there.
0: Okay. Yeah, let's add The Northman then.
2: When you say random movies, I didn't realize you mean just like non MCU movies. So I was thinking of like, What movies did other people not watch? Like underrated movies. Um, But yeah. Well, that could still make the list. I haven't haven't seen a lot of movies that, you know, are (laughs) top tier anyways. Uh, But yeah, that's it.
0: That's it? Okay. So, Bullet Train or I also have Werewolf by Night. I know it's a Marvel movie, but it doesn't feel like it. So I have it on the list just because I want to basically say that right now.
1: I would qualify that as like a short more so than a movie.
0: Fair, fair. That's I fair. haven't
1: seen it because i it's only got like a 40 minute runtime, right?
0: Yeah, but it's really, it's its so stylized. It feels super hmm. unique. It does not feel like anything Marvel has done before. There is straight up murder in it. Um, and uh, their color, like it's a black and white movie, of course, but the magic is red and that just stands out so freaking much. It's really cool. I think we give this last spot to bullet train or the gray man.
2: I haven't seen Which bullet train. I haven't seen this. either
0: <laughs> bullet train. I think got more attention, but the gray man, I, I think was kind of a sleeper. Good movie. So I think what do you, let's do the gray man. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go.
1: Yeah. Let's pick the better Chris Hemsworth movie from what I've heard.
0: <laughs> He's not in it. Is he? I thought it was. Was it? No, no, no. Ryan or Reynolds. I'm mistaken. In, or not, Ryan Gosling's in it. Yeah. Oh, I'm
1: thinking of the other movie. Never mind. Yeah. See, that's how out of the loop I am with movies. <laughs> Great <laughs> Man's good, though. It's if it's not nice Marvel, little, like, I don't know anything about spice, it. So. Really. <laughs>
0: All right. Here's our next contentious one. Best series. Okay. Mm. What, what, what do we got thrown out there? Who wants to throw in some series? Definitely
2: got to put House of Dragons at the top of that list. Okay.
1: Agree? Yep. I think I enjoyed that first season more than the first season of Game of Thrones.
0: I agree with that. Yeah. Man, the
1: different like family dynamics, mm-hmm. like pitting one against the other and going team red versus team green. It was like, it was really cool.
0: And the time <laughs> jumps were so unique. I mean, it, it, that was very. They were handled well. Yeah, that was very different than I I, I was expecting. I had to throw I in Andor think, by the way. Oh, like, yeah, Andor is Andor so
1: this. good. I, I need to see Andor. Yeah, I was going to say that myself, but I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But I've heard such great things mm-hmm. about it.
2: It's the Star Wars the series that, that we talked about in the past that we wanted. Something that kind of shows their the structure and their day-to-day yeah. business of how the Empire's operated and stuff. With you know the perspective of the uh, Rebels as well. Really well done.
0: There's no doubt Dave Filoni listens to Geek Freaks because yeah. he exactly r- did exactly what we've been asking for. Exactly, he, You're right. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Um, okay, so <laughs> we have the Lord of the Rings series that came out this year. I haven't watched any I of that. I don't think it's one of the best four, though.
1: Um yeah, I I have to agree. I think I enjoyed House of Dragon way more way than more. Rings of Power. Yeah. And I hate saying that because I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But that first season it had some missteps. And it I felt like it had way too many storylines to follow. Mm-hmm. Like we had four huge storylines we had to keep track of for names and locations and all that. And it didn't really come together until the very end when two of them became one. And yeah. even then, you know, the big reveal at the end of, you know, is Sauron going to show up? It, I think that wasn't as great mm-hmm. as it could have been.
0: It wasn't as risk-taking either. Like, it was kind of Agreed. the guy I thought it was yeah. going to be.
1: So, all right. I mean, um, visually and, you know, how it sounded, like... Yeah. Kazadoom, Doom, I loved every scene with <laughs> the
0: that was dwarves. my, favorite. That's it was my incredible. favorite thing as well. The world building for but, them is
1: really neat. Yeah, like Durin and all that. It was just like, man, this is great.
0: Uh, all right, so the other ones that I want to throw in here, I'll, I got three more names I'm, I'm going to throw up and let's see what we guys think. Strange New Worlds, Star, uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Definitely. Severance and Peacemaker. Did Strange New Worlds only start this past year?
2: In 2022? Yes. Oh man, it feels like it's it feels like I've been waiting forever for a new episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It was early 2022. Yeah, I'd say that's that should definitely Peacemaker. be in the top four.
1: That's awesome. i from your recommendation, Frank, I heard Peacemaker was really good. Yes. It was also directed by James Gunn, if yes. I'm not mistaken.
0: If this is the DC we're getting. This is his DC. This and in the, the newer Suicide Squad.
1: Man, uh, I don't know. I have to Throw in contention as well. Better call Saul.
0: Oh, that wrapped up this right. year.
1: Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. finale was incredible. Like if you've been following the show for as many years as it's been on, it's yeah, it's easily one of the best finales I've ever watched yeah. on TV. It,
2: did, it, did it finish with four seasons? Is that what it was? Six. 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 Oh my God. Six. Okay. I'm behind. I know.
0: <laughs> I've <laughs> I mean, only watched like two. I gotta, I've been waiting to watch the rest. Yeah. You know how contentious this is? We
1: haven't even mentioned Stranger Things season four. That's
0: mm. right. I have Vecna as one of the best villains, but
1: man, I know it, it, this is, I think, easily the most hotly debated topic this year. Have
0: you guys There's seen so Severance? There's so many good TV shows. No. I can't suggest I need it to enough. see Severance still. It's I on Apple it TV. Well. It's, worth the, it's worth the money for Apple TV, which is like five bucks um, to watch Severance. It is so, so good. It's mm. so, so good. Damn, how do we narrow this so, down, guys? how are we going to narrow this down? <laughs> I'm adding Stranger Things to the, oh, maybe list, because that's, I forgot about that one.
2: And I'm sure, uh, what's it, is it Kevin? Not it's to mention it? The
1: Walking Dead wrapped up this year. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, so we can narrow it down by saying Finally. just shows that started for the first seasons of this year. That would make it more, a lot more narrow. I mean, because there's a lot of oh, a lot true. of shows we can add on if we're just like, you know, you know season what? seven, season that three. That does
0: narrow it down. Should we add a second category that's like best finales?
2: Oh, that'd be good too. Or
1: best continuing series. Best and then ongoing best debut series. Yeah. Best, best, best new best series ongoing.
2: and best ongoing. Best
0: debut. There we go. There oh, go. you fucking game awards. Go. You just watched the game awards. They got the best debut <laughs> games. Okay, so for that, for best debuts, House of the Dragon and or I got to get in Severance. I'm sorry, guys. You, gotta, you really do need to watch it. Rings of Power. Rings of Power or Strange New World or Peacemaker? My vote: Strange New World. <laughs> I think Re- I think Rings of Power. Honestly, I don't think Rings of Power deserved to be in the final four for this, though. I'm, I'm, really? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I liked it for what it was. But... I didn't like it for what it was <laughs> because it didn't. It did not do its job, in my opinion. Like it was supposed to bring back the magical Lord of the Rings, but it just did not do that to me. There were
1: moments like everything with. Elrond and Durin were
0: yeah man
1: like were that highlights. origin story of Mithril that episode that was incredible like I loved every second of that episode oh. that alone was we didn't stand put
2: out. on the list the Halo series maybe you guys didn't like it but I had oh, loved Halo, Halo too true that's true Halo was good, ah, that as, was good. as
1: well
2: we man, love this is Halo
0: hard. here thank you Paramount for the free <laughs> blu rays that's people and I'm,
2: I'm looking online at different shows that started <laughs> Show this year I i don't know but the whole year has been a blur but there's so many shows that i didn't realize just started <laughs> this year and yeah. haven't been on for longer so we got house of dragon and
1: andor right as the two yes
0: that those two are for sure on the list oh
1: um, man this is so hard
0: yeah i'm surprised obi-wan <laughs> isn't you guys I, I think we Obi-Wan should do too? like a quick vote Obi-Wan's very good, Jonathan, but it's not its not one of these. Yeah. It's not as good as these. Though. Wait, what? Obi-Wan? I, I didn't even watch all of it. Oh, I only wait. saw
2: the first four episodes or so. Oh, so bad. Okay. The finale <laughs> is that...
0: wonderful. Yeah. The finale, the if final episode If we're talking about most wonderful.
1: disappointing TV show or anything in the year, Obi-Wan is at the top of the list.
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if it wasn't for that final episode, <laughs> that was it would so it so disappointing. That's, that's the same thing with Miss Marvel. Marvel Marvel's only good because the final episode was so good. Mm. And Obi-Wan's final episode was that good. So that's where it's kind of, you
1: know. I still think we need a most disappointing category.
0: Oh, we'll we'll do it. We're, we're <laughs> adding there are right a now. lot this year. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's put the nail on this one. Okay. I'll drop severance. If you guys promise to watch it <laughs> and we yes. put in strange new world and the Lord of the Rings one and rings of power. Does that sound good? Yep. I just wrote it down. All right. It now.
2: Honestly, you can put in severance. You can take out rings of power.
0: Think so? Yeah, I do. Okay,
1: I think if I watch Severance, I'll enjoy it more. I know you will, dude. It's so good. I know, I know. I need to watch it.
0: It, <laughs> it ha- is one of those movies. It's one of those shows when you when you're watching it, and you are like first off the ending is actually perfect um, for season one. But like when you're driving around, you're thinking about that world the entire time. Like that's how good it is. Mm. Okay, and and Strange New Worlds, like let's get real. It just basically reinvented Star Trek. Mm. It brought it back. It did the Dragon Flight of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we got House of Dragon, Andor, Severance. And Strange New Worlds. And Strange New Worlds. I'm proud okay, of that four, it.
0: guys, for best debut shows.
1: That was very hard. I've Yeah, for debut.
0: I mean, we had to bust it out in the two categories. So let's go to the second one here. We're going to put Str- uh, Stranger Things in this one. Mm-hmm. God, for best ongoing. season was so Yeah, good. best ongoing. Yeah, it was. Better
1: Call Saul needs to be on that list. Better
0: Call Saul for sure. Yes. Okay. Any other ongoings we want to make sure we add in this one?
1: <laughs> good question. The Walking Dead. No.
0: <laughs> I mean, for a lot of people, yeah. I'm just happy like,
1: that show's over now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. I kind of think The Walking Dead's not a bad idea, really. Oh, really? Okay. Just because they did a lot of work to save that series because it went through a hell of a slump, but it's it's back. You know what we didn't add to debut is The Sandman.
2: Oh, my God. What a year. That was good too. Yeah. Indeed. So
0: many. I I would like to add um, what we're doing in the shadows. I I don't know if you guys have seen that or not. No. I've seen
1: the first two seasons, but I haven't kept up with it. But if you are
2: highly praising it, then I think we should add it. Okay. Kevin would be mad if we didn't at least mention lower decks. Oh, maybe you should put that in there. (laughs)
0: Let's do lower decks. The Kevin vote. And you know what? Uh, The Kevin
1: uh, Kevin uh, slot.
0: (laughs) Okay. Very good. You got to represent him somehow. Yeah.
1: There we go. (laughs) Okay, perfect.
0: Okay, we are moving on to, going back to my notes. Uh, Best indie comics. I got that one, I know. So, these are, by indie comics, I'm meaning best, not Marvel, not DC. Just so you guys know. Uh, Because I know that now, at this point, Image is barely considered an indie comic company anymore. We have Berserker (laughs) is our first one on the list. Saga, the next one on the list, because it came back this year. Thank you, Jesus. Nice. We have Jupiter Legacy Requiem, and we have Radiant Black, which really we could have gone with the entire Radiant franchise, really the Massiverse, but we'll go with Radiant Black. So those four are our non-Marvel DC comic books of the year. Nice. I want to also make a note, we talked to a lot of indie comic book creators. We didn't add any of them to the list as unfair for one of us to pick one of those. I know we've talked to some of the writers from Radiant Black's world, but we didn't necessarily put on their exact comic books. So keep that in mind. None of the people we talked to around here just because that wouldn't be fair, fair. Okay, moving on to the next category. We have we're going to do best villains of the year, not necessarily comic books, just best villains of the year. Um, I'm going to say surprisingly, Gore the God Butcher from Thor. Really?
2: Well, yeah. yeah, he was a good character. It was just kind of the story that he was in that didn't hold up itself, but. Yeah, yeah, he was, he and his acting was pretty on point. But yeah, the character himself was pretty cool. I gotta say, I mean, I'm sure everybody's screaming it, but Vecna was awesome in Stranger Things. Vecna yeah. was good, yeah. And uh, I like how they how they built his character and kind of it developed over the series. It's really good. And then uh, the Riddler from the Batman, I, he was kind of. I know a lot of people probably didn't like him. I don't know, he wasn't the conventional Riddler that we're used to. But I think they're building him to be and just like the Joker movie, that you know type of villain. So I'm hopeful that he's yeah. gonna be really good.
0: I want to back up the Riddler too because he's very believable. Mm-hmm. When normally, Riddler is not very believable, Which like is Jim Carrey. So much Riddler more is scary. Yeah. this one was believable. I could see this happening. You know. Yeah,
2: that's kind of sad that that's that's something we I have know. to worry about in our day to day life. But yeah, he seems like a regular, everyday serial killer. <laughs> yeah.
0: What do you guys think about the is grabber strictly, from the black
2: phone? I never saw that one. Oh, this is uh this
1: is best villain like out of everything.
0: Yeah. Everybody, yeah.
1: Okay, okay. Uh,
0: you guys I'm not sure about that one. Okay. Although
1: he was really good. Ethan okay. Hawk.
0: Yeah. I, I always I always talk downplay about... Ethan Hawk. Every time I think about like, oh, I don't know if he's oh, so yeah. good. And then every time I see him, I'm like, oh that's right, he's fantastic at yeah, everything he does. Awesome. I should just give him a lot all the faith. That's good. He was also really
1: good in Moon Knight as well mm, for yeah. another debut series there I, you go
0: and in that as that character i was kind of rooting for him a little bit cuz i was like you know he's not wrong you know if you if you leave the judgment of people up to the gods it kind of makes sense then you see like oh he actually just wants power
1: <laughs> can i can i uh, throw in thor from god of war ragnarok as best villain mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz that was such a good depiction of thor uh, Ryan hurst was incredible as thor
0: wait a minute from god of, god of, god of ragnarok. war ragnarok Oh, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, he, oh, I'm sorry. Best I, the, yeah. the, the fact that Gore the God Butcher, and you're right. Yeah. He is so good, and the the way they added in his alcoholism and the problems with his daughter. Holy shit, I went from like, oh, man. I wanted to like I, console I, I, him, and also I'm definitely afraid he's going to squish me. <laughs>
1: yeah. I would throw in Odin, but to me, I think he was kind of disappointing. I Schiff, loved right? him.
0: I loved him, but his fight was disappointing. But the character was very good. Yes, the character was good. But yeah, his fight was disappointing. But the, the actors,
1: Richard Schiff, right?
0: Yeah, he's from West uh, okay. West Wing. Uh, the way that, that Odin made it towards like, guys, he might be right. What's it hurt to side with Odin this time? It, but he's lying the entire and like, <laughs> Frey is telling you, and everybody's telling is telling you he is always lying, and you're just like. Guys, I think he might be right. I don't think he's lying this one time. And then, of course, you find out. The motherfucker's been lying this entire time. And everybody's been telling you that. And you're like, shit, he got me too.
1: <laughs> oh, shit, that's a good Can one. Can we throw in both of those? Thor and Odin? Let's, is that let's, possible? I'm
0: putting them down right now, but we're going to have to narrow it down, I think. Okay. But let's put them both down. Okay. And then let's explore other places. I think uh, I think Thor is, is my surprise, though. That was a good one. Um... I want to say, I know you guys haven't seen it. I just want to throw her name out, and I don't think she'll go on the list. Harmony Cobell. She's from Severance. She's the bad guy in Severance. Mm, um, okay. You don't know if she's the bad guy the entire time. Like, you're like, wait a minute. She might not be necessarily against the company or for the company. Wait, these are spoilers. Yeah, she's just really cool. <laughs> what are you cool. doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, spoiling <laughs> I'm not spoiling anything. I the show. I'm not spoiling anything. The final two episodes, you find out okay. exactly what kind of person she is. But... um the entire time we're just like she might be just part of this machine too she might be stuck in this machine as well just as much as everybody else is uh it's really freaking cool (laughs)
2: that kind of (laughs) reminds me of and maybe hopefully it's a good example but maybe now i don't know uh because i haven't seen severance but reminds me of when you're watching breaking bad and they introduce gus Fring, and you like him so much Mm -hmm. because he's so methodical and just well put together and a good speaker and he just makes you really root for him but You're like, well, yeah, but he's the kind of mob boss that's running this drug operation. So you shouldn't be rooting for him, but he's a really cool guy. That's
0: that's so Odin. Oh, I hate (laughs) this. uh,
2: Because he was so good
0: in the Better Call Saul finale. Oh, yeah. He was in the finale for Better Call Saul? Oh, shit. makes
2: sense. Yes.
0: Oh, man. Is he worth putting on this list? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, I can't. I can't. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop right there. I will be watching that. Don't don't, don't, don't spoil nothing for me.
2: I got so much to catch up on. I didn't
0: know he was even in it. Oh, I'm so happy that he's in it. That's freaking dope.
1: I was going to say the other villain in that show. I'm trying to think of the name right now. Uh, Lalo Salamanca was so amazing in that final season. Hmm. What's the actor's name? Is it Tony... Tony Dalton? No clue. Yep. <laughs> Man, he, he he was really good as a villain in that show. I, I think he should be on this list too. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like how Sauron, like one of the most infamous villains in, in all fiction, is not on the even in for contention on this whole thing.
1: No. No.
0: Uh and Darth Vader, too, by the way. He's the villain in Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he did a very good job in that series, I think. Mm. But just because Anakin Christ- uh, Christopher, whatever I can't remember his name right now, but he did a really good job stepping up to the plate again to play the character over again. Okay,
1: we gotta, we gotta narrow this down.
0: We do. Andor, so it's funny how Andor one, didn't have pick? like necessarily like, a villain, it right? Like I had many villainous people. Yeah, well, the, the empire, <laughs> the empire was a a system,
2: <laughs> man against the machine.
0: Okay. Yeah. So let's go. Okay, we got Vecna on the list. Mm-hmm. The Riddler, I think, deserves to be on this list. Odin or Thor? Let's first narrow that down. Which one do you think, Kyle, I'm leaving it fully up to you. Which one do you want on this list of those two? Oh, man. I, I kind of want to go with Thor. I kind of want to go with Odin, but I'm going to leave it with you. for we're going Thor, then we're going Thor. Okay.
1: And I really want Lalo Salamanca on there now. Because okay. he was incredible as a villain in that show. But it, you need to watch Better Call Saul. The
2: I, final I will season. be watching. <laughs> <it. Okay. laughs> oh, Jonathan, man, do you have so anybody good. you think has oh, to be so on this good. list for villains?
0: Uh No. I
2: don't think, I can't think of any okay. other ones that we haven't listed already.
0: Can you, Lilo? Yeah, it's a shame too. Salamanca?
1: Oh man, it's hard because you could pick Gus Fring or Lilo Salamanca, and you could even argue Saul Goodman. That's how awesome yeah, the final season is. That's what is. it shows
0: good. That's like Frank, Frankenstein's oh, monster. It's like, yeah, but Frankenstein brought, like, Dr. Frankenstein brought back dead bodies and tried to animate them again. <laughs> Who's the monster in that story? <laughs> you know? Um, I ha-
1: I just have to make an argument. It's so hard to pick between the three, mm-hmm. but the reason why Lalo is my pick is because he is like the Terminator in that show. Okay, he's the guy that keeps coming back, and then and, the, you know wreaks havoc across every path he walks.
0: I also got to throw in the um, Ozark. Uh, I just did such a good job with the Cartels, guitar cartel boss's son, which was like this, like berserker oh, not like pain, you know, just not doing job. Uh, too many good people on this list. All right, so I'm going to give you Lilo. Will you give me Odin? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, let's do that. That's fair trade. Okay. Heads up, guys. I'm voting Odin on my personal Twitter account.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting that to be so hard.
0: Yeah, I love it, though. I love it. Okay, so biggest disappointment, worst movie, stuff like that. Let's throw out some ideas. This will be our final one. Oh, real quick. Are we doing Best Hero? We did Best Hero movie. Do you want to do Best Hero? I mean, across all spectrums.
2: all spectrums, it could be interesting to talk okay.
0: about. Best year, let's let's do it real quick. So then I'm gonna I gotta throw in. Kratos. Yeah, Kratos. Should I throw in Atreus? No, let's go with Kratos. I props to if we're doing best, I could go goes Krat- uh, Atreus. But let's do best year. Okay, so we got. Let's go Kratos. Uh, let's go. Let's see who else we have that was really good this year. Hmm. Doctor Strange didn't really earn it. I don't think Thor. Thor earned it no. at all. Uh, None of the Marvel stuff. It's funny I don't think that, so. they, that sure they're in know. the running for best movie, but actually, the hero themselves are not necessarily in the running for it. What do you think about How about Batman, Bruce Wayne, Batman? Yeah, let's do Batman. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan. Best hero of the year. Uh,
2: I don't. <laughs> I mean, Wakanda Forever was great, but I don't. I wouldn't say that the the main character, I can't remember her name, was really the best hero. Sheree. But other than yeah. that, I don't think I've seen very many superhero movies this year. Uh,
0: really, I, the villain I, real quick, Namor back. was awesome. Can... Namor should have been on our villains list, probably. Well, I know. Can... he's was like great an too. anti-hero, right? He's like Loki. He, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, willing yeah. to
2: kill whoever he has to kill to protect his people, but it's mm-hmm. it's for a good cause. He's just, you know, doesn't have yeah. boundaries. Um, I would almost put him as as one of the best heroes. Can we just nominate Chadwick Boseman again?
0: Yeah. I love how they, he has the first credit role in the movie. Mm. Do you guys notice that? Yeah. He's the very first one. Yeah. Uh
1: and he was also in What If when he uh was in the episode for Star Wars. So like good his
2: performance in what if. was so Have you good watched in that.
0: What if I kind of uh, no. I don't think so. He plays yeah, he plays he plays the same character, but what if is like what if something different happened? So in his episode, it's what if the ravagers picked up him instead of peter quill mm. so he's actually in the guardians of the galaxy and the things that changes with him in charge like an actual good guy mm. let's just say he convinces thanos to give up everything and join the team <laughs> that's <laughs> that crazy. Was so awesome dude yeah so he's like drinking beers can, we just with the put, rocket. can we just do that can we
1: nominate the what if version of yeah
0: I, why not <laughs> i really like that idea yeah 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 let's do that i love if- that idea too what if T'Challa?
1: Perfect. Because honestly, that really touched my heart, that whole episode. It, oh, like yeah. how he was able to change everything in the universe because of how good-natured T'Challa is.
0: Um, let's see. Other heroes that we should be throwing in there. Any other options, guys? That's a tough one. Yeah. Comic-book-wise, um, it's been just okay, hero-wise, I think, in my opinion. I'm going through them right now. Um, nothing that's been like, oh shit, have you seen this? Nothing like that.
2: Mm. Can I throw in Michelle Yeoh of Everything All at Once?
0: Yeah,
1: because her character was pretty great in that movie.
0: I think that that could be our fourth. Any other options before we move on, Jonathan? No, not really. I was going to say Captain Pike, but is he a hero?
2: Though I mean,
1: he's um, a captain,
2: but yeah, it's not like a he's not very a heroic hero movie or series.
1: Can I throw in Jimmy McGill from Better
0: Call Saul? Are they heroic? I don't remember the character.
1: Well, well, that's the thing is, you know, he's always got that divide, right? Between Jimmy and Saul. Mm -hmm. And you see that payoff at the end and you see Jimmy McGill redeemed. And I think that's a heroic quality
2: myself.
0: I don't want to be too. Which, which one do you want to put into them for best hero? Remember, they got to kind of have that heroic purpose
2: for them
1: to be considered. Honestly, I like uh, T'Challa more.
0: Well, I, no, no, I'm uh, Charles on the list of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everything, Everywhere. Better call Saul.
1: Oh, better call Saul then. For okay. sure.
0: So, Jimmy McGill?
1: Yeah. I think that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be too.
0: I, I think I'm voting for the Chala here. in that one, but that is still a tr- tricky one. Okay. Final one. Biggest disappointment of the year. Kyle go for it, man. Scorn, I would say, was
1: a huge disappointment. Yeah. That game looks great. But it plays terribly.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's a short game. It doesn't really have a story to it. Nothing at all to kind of learn more about the universe it takes place in. Yeah. It It's just a pretty looking game. It's a walking simulator. Okay. And
0: it's, yeah, it was a huge disappointment. Jonathan, any any for you biggest disappointment this year?
2: Uh, I didn't watch it, but I, I've heard Morbius was a big flop. Is that pretty bad? Did You guys see that? Oh, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. That's a good. That's a, ooh, that's perfect. Best hero or villain in that one?
2: <laughs> yeah, it looked like a good uh, movie, but then, after, um, after the reviews, I was just like I'm not going to waste my time watching it.
1: I have to put Obi-Wan on there.
0: Really? Yeah, that's fair. Obi-Wan, the ending is very good. So disappointing. I just want to keep reiterating that. It was very, very good. Oh, I want to throw a Saint. It should have been a movie.
1: It shouldn't have been a TV show.
0: It should have been a movie. You're right. It really should have. The final, that final discussion with those two. Oh my God, so good. Um, Saints Row. Me was at my biggest appointment. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah. I want to throw Elden Ring on here, but I know people will freaking riot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would throw in Callisto, but I still ended up enjoying it by the end of it.
0: Same thing with Gotham Knights. Like I want to throw Gotham Knights on here, but me and Squeaks plan on playing it together. Squeaks has already played it once and loves it. But i don't want to throw it on there diablo immortal is very possible um rainbow six extraction too was kind of a disappointment but again i also enjoyed it so it's not fair to say it was straight up a disappointment uh Jonathan, what was you saying you were saying a, a disappointment Mo- uh morbius oh i got morbius on it so we have right now we have scorn that's a great list morbius, obi-wan and saints bro anything else we want to throw out perfect we- final four okay that's it that's that's it guys so head over to twitter to vote on your favorites or the worst of the year. Um, I I actually have some, like the series one is going to be so freaking hard. That's the ongoing series. The especially. fact that we
1: had to split that into two separate yeah. categories says a lot. It does. Like there was a lot of great TV shows
0: this year. We got luck. 2022 has been a good year. All right. That is it for us this week, guys. A little bit of a long episode, but we knew it was going to be that way when we workshop uh, live. We don't do it very often, but when we do, I have a lot of fun with it. Thank you very much for joining us. Please head over to Twitter, Instagram stories, or Hive to make your votes. We're going to be releasing them not all at once. They're going to be once every three days. So you guys have three days of voting on it and then another one's coming out. Again, Avatar 2 might bump one of the movies out. We don't know yet. We'll see. Um, But that's about it. Anything else before we go, guys? See you in 2023. See you in 2023. Come and join me and Kyle (laughs) and a lot of our Discord, actually, on uh, Dragonflight. Come hang out with us. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.